0: Hey, Ballers listeners, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, sharing the latest updates and inside interviews on the Dubuque area female athletes. It's time for today's episode of Ballers. is back and I'm excited to have our first ever player joining us on today's episode. Her name is familiar to many in the area if you read the Gazette or the Telegraph Herald or if you're a fan of watching the Bobcat basketball team. I look forward to sharing your stats along with her plans for continuing her basketball career after high school but we'll save that for later in the interview. The six foot three junior forward from Western Dubuque Carrington Asp. Hi thank you for having me. Before we get into the postseason game that you and the Bobcats have coming up on Saturday night, let's dig into the season a little bit. Last season, the Bobcats were five and nineteen, and thirteen and twelve in the conference, and finished in sixth place. But then this year is a completely different story. You guys ended the season sixteen and six overall, and eleven and three in the conference, and you led the Bobcats to their first ever conference championship in the MVC. Tell me, like, what changed from last year to this year for the Bobcats?
1: Really, last year when we went on our postseason run, that really just encouraged all of us. We wanted to just keep winning When once we felt like what it was like to win because we really hadn't been in the, in the last season, which was really hard for us. And we just couldn't really get it together. Our teamwork wasn't great. We didn't really have much energy, um, encouragement, I guess. But this year, we're just like – we just want to win like that's the whole team and we're working together to do that and holding each other up.
0: When I talked to coach Oswinkle earlier this season, she had said like, you know, guys were a really young team last year and Mm -hmm. the MVC is no joke. So being young, you know, there's a lot to learn, but you guys were never afraid. Like, you know, your record wasn't great, but you went into every game. Like we still got Mm -hmm. this, we can still win. And she said, you guys had that fight. And the fact that you returned everybody back and had even more players coming up that were great assets to the team. It definitely showed this year and it's going to make for an exciting postseason for sure. Yeah. So what games this season do you feel were the most challenging
1: and the most rewarding? Xavier was a big one for us. First time we beat Xavier because we lost to them our first year to for districts, first game of districts, well, my first year. And then last year, we lost them in the season and then also to go to state Mm -hmm. after our run so that was really hard on all of us but then this year um we like we just went out there did our thing and just won and and (laughs) um some other big ones um always the in-city games are always big Waller has been really big we lost to them at home early in the season but then The last week or so, we came home and took the dub, and that was really exciting, big for us. And then we've had some pretty close games. We had one in overtime, Iowa City West. That was a big game. And
0: I'd say that Xavier game was, like, huge. I mean, they ranked
1: number four, if
0: I'm not correct, at the time that you guys beat them. Am I right? That's that's really good. And no kidding that it's nice that you guys have Wallert there to challenge you in like area play because you know they pack the gym with you guys it's all local and it's just really fun added rivalry a little bit there so that's always fun we are taking a quick time out from today's episode to hear from one of our sponsors to win in sports you have to adapt your strategy as the game changes the same is true of investments matt owns your edward jones financial advisor can review your game plan call 563 875-6266 875-6266 today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Also, you have been leading the team with points and rebounds this year. So we're going to jump into your career a little bit and your future after high school basketball. Coach Oswinkel had great things to say about you in our preseason interview. And your stats definitely speak for themselves. You currently sit at second in the Mississippi Valley Conference for both points at 316 and rebounds with 154. And I know this is a team sport. I was a basketball player and I totally get it's a team sport, but you definitely, if I had been able to keep up with the player of the week and things like that, would have probably gotten it several weeks in a row, (laughs) your stats. But can you tell me other than practicing, like what does your prep look like, you know, to have these stats?
1: Um, you know, I've played AU most of my life and that has really like like pushed me forward to be better. I played for O oh, prep, Team Iowa, and then Lately, um, Martin Brothers, and then this next summer I'll actually be playing for the Minnesota Fury out of Minneapolis, and I'm really excited for that. And yeah, I've just put countless hours in the gym and just such a drive for the game that God has gave me. And I'm so blessed to have that and the ability to play and really my teammates too. I know it. you said it was a team game and the big thing with our team is like, we have a lot of players that can score. I mean, we got me, Carson Kirkbrick, Caitlin, Brooklyn, Lucy, all of our starters, <laughs> they can all score really well. So, but yeah, really just the confidence that came this year, the last two years I kind of struggled um, with confidence and just going out and playing the way I know I can play. But this year, I feel like I've really stepped that up and it's been rewarding. So that's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's incredible that you're playing up in Minnesota. I know like it's an honor to be on teams like that and Martin brothers, and they definitely picked a great player to come up and play with them. I'm excited to see what you do with them and how you grow between this season and next with that summer of basketball. Coach Oswinkel said it too. And we talked about it earlier this season. You guys are a team that it's really hard to guard. It's easier to guard teams when there's like maybe one or two great scorers or great players. But when you have five out there, plus a bench of players who can come in and score, it's, it, it's really hard for teams. And that's what makes you guys great. And you guys utilize who's on for that night. Cause you know, like some nights it's not your night to shoot, but you still play defense mm-hmm. and you still work as a team. And that's what makes these wins happen for sure. Now, I know you work with Reed at Bar Raising. He's actually the one who got me connected with you, which is great. I would love to hear about what you do there that helps you grow as a player on the court.
1: Yeah, Reed has been absolutely amazing. I'm so blessed to have him. And he pushes me every single day that I go there. I was going there three days a week at one point. And um, I do a variety. We do a lot of recovery, like whenever I'm sore or after lifts. And I've gotten a lot stronger there, um, lifting and doing special exercises that will help my um, athletic ability. And Reed also was like a past basketball player and knows the game really well. So he plays defense on me once in a while, offense. um, So he's really improved my game. He also brings some of the guys that work out there. I know um, Canyon Bright was on the podcast. Um, Shout out to him. I play against him there. Yeah. Yeah. He just pushes me every single day, and we are, he also um watches film with me, which is really appreciative and takes his time out of his day because I've learned a lot on my game just by watching film with him. So,
0: I've had the opportunity to work out with Reed a few times in, like, classes or, like, one-on-ones, and he's worked with my kids as well. And I will say, like, what they're doing there – is great. It's not just one size fits all personal training there. It's definitely like catered to you guys as a player. And they genuinely care about you guys. The fact that he reached out to me and said, Hey, get her on this podcast. Like (laughs) you got to see what this girl's doing. And you know, it makes it exciting. And, and I'm glad that you're going there. And I got to give a big shout out to Bar Raising Fitness. If you have a child that is looking to you know, up their game, whatever sport it is from running basketball, soccer, definitely get them in there for sure. So you're only a junior. And I say that because you're still young and you talked about, you know, how your confidence is growing and things like that. Mm-hmm. But after, you know, this season and next season as the Bobcat, I've heard you have plans to continue on your time in the basketball world. What, what are your plans? And can you tell us a little bit about what helped you make the decision of where you're going to go?
1: Yeah, so um, I was getting recruited since fresh in between freshman and sophomore summer, and got a couple offers, but um, really early for me and for any twenty twenty five. Um, I committed, but I mean, I knew to North Dakota State, and I am so grateful that I did. I love it up there, and I love the basketball team, but. They reached out. um, Their coaches were just, we really connected. And I love their whole coaching staff. And it's close to my family in South Dakota. So that was a big thing. And I'm sure it feels
0: good, you know, to like have that pick made. And it is a great school. I also have family in South Dakota. And so I I mean, North Dakota is not far away. And I actually can't wait for you to see what you do there. And maybe we'll get you on this podcast in a couple of years when you're there as well. And we can uh, get some insight on the college world of basketball.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your business or brand could represent the Defensive Player of the Week, Game of the Week, Coach of the Year, and more by becoming a Baller Sponsor. Contact me on social media to show your support for the Dubuque-area female athletes and Ballers podcast. Finally, we're going to talk about the big game Saturday night. The Bobcats will be hosting the Decorah Vikings in the Class 4A Region 2 semifinals, and it's right in your home court at Western Dubuque at 7 o'clock. If anybody listening has plans on Saturday night, cancel them. You're going to want to be at this game. But without giving too much away, can you tell me how you and the Bobcats have been preparing for Saturday night?
1: Yeah, we've been doing a lot. We have I mean it's been hard not having a game for a whole week, but we had the sophomore boys team coming and scrimmage us. So that was fun, um, (laughs) tough. But yeah, we we've just been scouting them, watching film. Some of our coaches went down to the game, but we're just looking at their players, how they function. I know they have Yazzy Witt, she's a really good ball player. I played with her for Martin Brothers, and but yeah, we're just excited. We're just we just want to win. You know, it's the seniors' last season, and we're just gonna leave it all on the floor. So
0: that's great. I honestly, um, being a Blazer parent and former athlete, I try to catch games in the area as much as I can. But since the Blazers got knocked out on Tuesday night, I plan yeah. to be there on Saturday. So hopefully, I can give some play-by-play stuff through the podcast and get people who can't unfortunately be at the game some insight on what's happening do you and the team have any pre-game rituals or do you have any like rituals that you do before a game do you listen to some certain music do you have certain shots you take
1: um well i really like to i'm a christian so i like to keep like jesus in my pre-game like read like get into bible studies like that morning or write audience of one on my wrist sometimes and all that and then fun fact I always eat a rice crispy bar before a game and <laughs> that started by Maddie Maz I don't know if you remember her yeah. my freshman year she was a senior <laughs> and she ate one before one of our beginning games and like we played amazing like we crushed the team and so <laughs> now I just eat one before every game just for <laughs> remembrance and but otherwise not really we kind of all do the same thing you just chill get prepared <laughs> like mentally prepared listen to music and yeah
0: <laughs> i really like that i'm also some like a catholic and i you know read the bible and things like that and so i do find that that's important if that's part of who you are to have that be part of um your athletic life as well but i do really mm-hmm. like the rice Krispie thing mine was always a snickers <laughs> bar which I... <laughs> yeah to this day, I still um, love them. So,
1: <laughs> it's yeah, it's either that, that or pickles got. for our team. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's great. I mean, this is an obvious question in the last one of the night. Do you think the Bobcats are going to go all the way this year?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got big <laughs> goals for ourselves. It's been a goal since freshman year for me. So, like, we want to get it done in this third <laughs> year. So,
0: <laughs> I have faith in you guys. I, I do think you have what it takes. And, you know, as long as the game goes your way. It's it's going to be a great postseason for you guys. And I really appreciate having you on. I hope that after Saturday night's game, I can get you back on maybe a follow up with you and maybe some teammates as well, like Carson or something.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. Sounds good. Yeah. And
0: good luck Saturday night. Make sure to subscribe to the Dubuque Area Sports Podcast to hear more about the Dubuque Area girls basketball teams and area athletes. Take a minute to leave a review and let us know how we're doing. Follow Ballers Podcast on Instagram and make sure to vote for this week's Money Player of the Week.